0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrooks.
2: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. Those of you paying attention will notice it's not the voice of Boyd Hilton as he once again is off doing something far more showbiz than doing Footballistically Arsenal. Nevertheless, delighted to be joined by three excellent guests. Gareth Parker, the bear. The other bear is to my right wearing shorts, which means we can see much more of your tattoos than we usually can. Again,
3: works great on podcast, the the discussion. Do you have a
2: favourite uh, favourite, podcast? tattoo, tattoo? yes I do I have many
3: um, I have it's, it's a matching pair I have Biggie Smalls on my left leg and which you can see just there and then Bonnie Tyler on the other leg by the same artist because I think well there's no need to explain it is it let's just leave that <laughs> how there.
2: many in total do you have tattoos
3: oh I don't know uh, do you think there's an Arsenal fan more tattooed than yes, you yes yeah and there's probably someone that has lots more cannons and, and, and whatnot. not um, do you
2: have any Arsenal tattoos uh, no wow we did. We did. Well,
3: you and I at the start of last season, I think, yes. had had a, had a bet that if he what scored did a certain did he, score? he did actually. I think he had scored something like fifteen league goals, which I was adamant that he was going to, and said that if he if he did, I would I would tattoo his face. And, and then I was just trying to find an excuse. So I, was, I was happy to bring the, the, the number lower. If we specified
2: half of those had been for Chelsea, would that have been a problem? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe.
3: Yeah. I mean, to be. Even even when he came on last night, there is a little bit of well, more than a little bit. Let's let's be honest. A lot of me. Hang on, a lot
2: of you wanting Olivier Giroud to score for Chelsea. No, 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 just, four. no. Just just the fact that oh, I am no know. longer flaccid. Um, right, fantastic.
0: <laughs> well, look, we we have two other guests with us. We have the
2: comedian Joe Bohr is here. Joe, you've been away yeah. on tour. You've been you've been going around touring a little bit.
0: Yeah, I just got the thought of uh, Olivier Giroud's tattooed face on me. I think it's actually where quite would a good you put idea. if you had to put a tattoo of Olivia Drew's face well, anywhere on your body? Where would it go? Well, my wife would love it anywhere. Uh, <laughs> just over your just face. Just like, like, over my oh, face. Yeah, yeah. It could be over <laughs> your face. Yeah. She would absolutely love that. Uh, yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been touring. I've been, I've been supporting um, a guy who came second in Britain's Got Talent on tour, um, which is uh, which has been really nice. The nice, strap one nice. on the favorite. poster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's been fun. It's coming to an end, and then. Yeah, about to do Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, sort of two shows. Oh, oh yeah, two shows. Yeah, I will be. At, I'll be at
2: the then. festival the last last weekend of August. So oh, I will yeah, look forward on. to seeing it.
0: Yeah, I'll be. I'll be tired and jaded <laughs> by then. <laughs>
2: Can go his way. Or trying to give your all for the last two yeah, audiences who will be there. Yeah. Um, also joined by Gillards Keston. How are you? Lovely to see you there to see you nice Um, albeit I guess we better talk about the reality we can only move on from the disaster of Easter Sunday which was the defeat to Crystal Palace and Gareth we should say uh, your your daughter Grace is behind us and it was the first
3: defeat she'd ever seen she is top parenting for me today do you want to do the podcast yes I do have my daughter but uh, the joys of an iPad and noise cancelling headphones Um, yeah it was she's uh, oblivious right she is Horrible Histories is way more enjoyable (laughs) and to be fair way more enjoyable than what we Got served up on Sunday, although she was strangely level headed at the end, uh, more so than her father was. Um, but brilliantly, yesterday we were at Nebworth, and this is, it seems like a bit of a jump, but there was a man that came past who was still, still angrily ranting on his phone about effing Mustafi. And Grace just looked at me and went, he's, he's so silly, isn't he? What, what, that man? She went, no, Mustafi. And I was like, yeah, you've nailed it, basically. She's seven games into her Arsenal supporting career, and she, she knows where the weak links are.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be fascinating to, to put her in charge of it. team. So she was picking the lineup and stuff. He wouldn't be in um, ever, ever again. To, to be fair, the kids are very malleable, and Joe knows this <laughs> yeah. uh, also well. That
3: I actually, like, yeah, it, it's um, she, she listens to her father. So yeah, there would be certain players. All, to be fair, when we were in the car on the way, chatting to my brother and her about it, and we saw, we, we heard the team, and I said, in no, yeah, in no uncertain terms. At least five of those players aren't good enough to play for Arsenal.
0: Got a little I, question. I, yeah, oh, sorry, go on.
3: No, no, no. I was going to say, and actually, I think. Everyone, everyone knows that. Everyone knew that before. Everyone knows that now. Um, and I don't know whether there wasn't a level of arrogance of, well, it's only Palace at home, but Palace had the sixth, or probably even better now, the sixth best away record in the league. And to, to play against a team like that with so many weak links, I don't know some of them were forced, but it was just, it seemed inevitable. And I think that's maybe why there was such a mature reaction from everyone, from my seven-year-old daughter to my very emotional brother. Actually, it was just like, yeah, kind of see that coming.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about the team lineup here in a moment, but just while we're on Mustafi, I don't know if you know Joe. Who do you think's had more interceptions and a higher tackle success percentage just, rate this it's year, just the Van
3: Dyke versus M-
2: Mustafi or Van Dyke? I mean, this is extraordinary. Mustaf- Mustafi has seemingly better stats in in 28 games against. 35.
1: I, I don't think there's a defender in the league that shirks his responsibility more than Mustafi in terms of that look of panic that goes across his face as soon as any striker runs at him and then he looks around instantly, looks at the keeper even for that second goal. He, he actually had the audacity to look up at Leno and, and shout at him as if it was Leno's fault. I, I, yeah, I mean...
2: I wanna, I'll talk talk about two goals in a second. It, just generally this season, because after the game, Emery, Joe said he's been, been consistent. which, I mean, that is open for interpretation. Mm. But maybe in, in his defence... He has been moved all around, been part of a back four, a back five. He's played right back. He played OK at right back against Spurs away, away at Wembley. Mm. Is there
0: anything to defend him or do you think now it's just the show's over? For Mustafi, yeah. you, are you say. I mean, it's not just Mustafi. It's Jenkinson, it's Elneny. We just don't seem to have that, that strength in, in, in depth. Uh, you kind of think Elneny you know versus ramsey i mean it 's just it 's just ridiculous you know comparing some of those players to the players that normally play
2: and it seems probably that Emory somewhat agrees because on sunday so this was game thirty four of the Premier League season. Jenkinson was making his second Premier League start, Mavropanos was making his second premier league start, onnny was making his fourth premier league start mm. at this stage in the season it 's very clear who he wants to be playing at most opportunities, to put three players like that. And actually, isn't it ironic, all three were the ones who came off substituted, you know, yeah. of the ones that have barely been involved well, this season. And... It, was,
1: it was complete madness, uh, the, the starting lineup. And as, uh, as Gareth said, I think most fans around there, when they saw those names, I mean, Jenkinson, the fact that he's still at the club is just a complete joke, let alone on the pitch. Well, and, and I think that it was incredibly unfair on Guendouzi in a game like this, where it's a must-win, really, to pair him with someone like Oneni. Guendouzi is a, you know, he's a, he's a really great prospect, but let's not forget, he's 20 years old. In a game like this against Palace, who were battling and, as you said, uh, had a great away record, you need to put alongside him someone with a bit of bite, someone with a bit of experience. And Elneny is just not up to the job. Yeah. Uh, uh, the,
3: the, fatig- is- the fatigue argument I'm not buying, because you look at Liverpool starting eleven on the same day, and yes, they may have been slightly more fortunate with, with injuries, but they know they have to win games. This is, this is the kind of the slugfest that's going on between the top two. And, I mean, it's... it's from an outsider, I think everyone agrees it's really exciting to watch. In a way, it's somewhat nicer to be distracting ourselves from the kind of two drunks fighting outside a pub, which is what, what the, the scrap for top four is happening at the moment. But those top two, they're picking their best teams. And when they're not, even with... I mean, City got pilloried for playing Mares uh, against Spurs in, in, in the Champions League game because that allowed them to drop below a certain standard. Whereas... Our bar for the standard we're able to drop below is much lower, yet we still seem to be able to sort of limbo under it time after time. We, we've, we've been fortunate with a few home games this season. I think we've previous pods that I've been on where we've gone, well, we got the result, but let's be honest, the performance wasn't great. And, and I think that it is a senior pros, which I think why Mustafi... Let's not forget that Mustafi, I think, is still the fifth or sixth most expensive defender in the history of world football. And when we signed him, he was our Van Dijk. It's funny you make that comparison because everyone was told, right, we needed to make a statement, a big centre-back, someone to come in, settle down what had been a jittery back for, and he came in... This but we German... are talking about a serious German international for but, years. But, but, but this is what I mean. Yes, but it then... then he, you started, then you, started, it, then you started. is, it him is, it after, is No, is no, it no you, code you, code started, you started to read around. You started to... Again, you can say a German <laughs> centre-back... I mean, to be fair, Chelsea bought another one who's possibly not quite the standard that some were expecting, but I'd rather, much rather we'd bought Rudiger, who, again, is a defender. Masafi, I don't quite know what he is. There's that When that screen grab went round when he was five, six metres behind everyone else of defensive liner in the season when we're playing
1: City. It's laughable. He's and he's got a mistake in him every game, doesn't every he? Game. It, it,
2: I think he must be low on confidence as well. But i tell you what doesn't help. That that first goal that we conceded yesterday, we've looked a little bit vulnerable from set pieces at various points and obviously two of the three um, Palace goals obviously came from set pieces. But in in terms of what he's done, he's got Benteke next to him. Benteke's making the run away from him. Ben, um Mustafi can only see the defensive line in front of him. He can't see what's behind him. In that, his right back, Jenkinson, is behind him, and Jenkinson is about a yard and a half That's deeper. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and he's the one that plays uh, Ben yeah. take off. So when Mustafi puts his arm in the air, thinking I've done the right thing, I've let him run off, expecting the re- he, he looks silly, but actually it was a hor- horrendous bit of defending from Jenkinson.
3: Oh, oh no, but Jen- Jenks is sorry. I'm now dominating. I'm going to let the, the other two complain about Jenkinson because he's
1: he's a what like, do you think, he's, Joe? I mean, he's a, I, I, I love goes, one at best. Oh, I, I love yeah. him
2: as well. I is really, want but, him but that's to... the thing
1: is that when when he, I think that I think that just says it all that yeah. you love him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I told you we don't need football nice football guys. We, we need we need real footballers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. Alan
2: Alger is the, the most uh, vociferous on the. Cole Jenkinson's Arsenal career, and I, I don't want to be like having a go at someone you feel is almost one of your own. And it is a cute photo of him in his bedroom. that That is probably a photo my parents could have found of me with posters of the Arsenal players of the 1990s and 2000s um, on my bedroom wall. But enough is surely enough. Like, uh, yeah. you know, he's effectively our fourth choice right back. You know, if you talk about Bellerin being out, Maitland Niles has played that, he's played Mustafi that, he's, he's mm found so many reasons not to play Adam Jenkins we well, still
1: got there, well there's a few of them on the pitch on Sunday that obviously will have to be cleared out this summer but if no one's going to I if mean, we can, if, you're if we can get rid of those wa- to, I, think, I don't blame him for staying I mean he's on a serious wage and he obviously he, doesn't care enough about playing I also think with, with Cal- him
2: it might not even be... He loves being at Arsenal. I'm not sure a bit more money to, to even go somewhere else would necessarily a I penalty. reckon we could all club together.
1: Get everyone in the stadium to give him... No. G- no, g- I
3: don't give think it like there's, that. There's,
2: there's, there's players I'm paying
3: off waiting for him because yeah. I think that... I think he knows, and actually, you're right, he is fourth choice. And the fact we're playing a fourth choice right back, but what galls me is actually our second choice right back, or in Maitland Niles, who has is not a right back, let's not forget that, that we are playing him out of position. And so, the more games he plays at right back, the harder it will be to slot him into central midfield, which is where he is a very cultured player. And ultimately, the his Arsenal future lies. Yeah. And that's a problem for me. Is go on, Josh, you're, no, you're did just you, I'm wondering just, if you, you
2: saw Tony Cascarino's. I, I try and avoid anything Tony, Tony Cascarino, Cascarino, Cascarino does. said. I saw the next <laughs> Gareth Bale um, on Thursday. He was wearing an Arsenal shirt. Ainsley Maitland-Niles is a fullback who is not really a fullback. Just like when Bale joined Tottenham in 2007, he has fierce pace and gets in great positions to so score and create chances. I'm willing to put it in now, Josh, because that he will not be two. the
1: next Gareth Bale. I'm, will, I'm, I'm willing to listen. I like Ash, uh, I like I like Maitland-Niles a lot, but uh, I think we, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Now. Well, we, I can try and <laughs> to find you, anywhere.
2: Tony Casper. Number. I, don't, I was I going to say, I don't, uh, Gareth, uh, you got uh, it.
1: Um, no, I
3: don't actually have it, um, and that's it. I, I, he's a best. McLenihan is a very good footballer. I think he is. He's learning. He's learning the right back game. He's doing all right. He's doing. He's doing very well at points. I think he was. He's been beasted a couple of times, but ultimately he, he's done well, and he's way more reassuring at right back than Jenkinson is. But he's a central midfielder, and we were crying out for central midfielder. So it, I don't know the, 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 the squad being stretched is one argument. And yes, we have had. It, two or three season-ending injuries um, to players that would have been key squad players, and that does stretch the squad. But the fact that we are now saying, well, El el Elneny, Mavropanos is another one who uh, apparently, I was told on Sunday when I was bemoaning how poor he was, so apparently has an acute problem with anxiety and, and genuinely struggles on match days. I'm thinking, professional footballer, with that, either we have to invest in some support for him or again, it's a cutthroat thing where he's not going to make it. It's at the a top very range. interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, sort of. yeah. Where, where's
3: is that? Is that come? From, that's come from someone close to the club. Wow. but I,
2: I, it, that's fascinating. It is fascinating. But
3: actually, Grace again, she won't hear us because the noise cancels. My daughter said something very, very telling when I was saying about Masafi being rubbish. She went, "Well, if he listens to the podcast, you're going to be on, Daddy." I was like, "It's unlikely he will." I guess, but if he does, won't he be sad that you're all being nasty about him? <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Yes," yeah, but and she, and, and she went but footballers are just like you and me. I was like, wow, that's, that's yeah, it's, it's human. And that's the thing, these these are human beings that are either, for one one reason or another, be it confidence, be it a lack of technical ability. I don't think it's coaching, and I think you mentioned that earlier, on. I think we do have good coaching now, and I think the players who are gifted are improving, and Bellerin had certainly, if not, shot forward again but he's certainly done more than keep troughing it. it started to plateau and started to look like more of the player we thought he was going to be before he got injured and I think that's we, we've got to trust I've always preached patience and I'm not changing now and I think I said on the podcast I might have been laughed at we're the 6th best squad in the Premier League if we finish anything above 6th we've done very well I think I think there's a chance we can but I do think we've got to be realistic and say that Emery's doing a good job
1: can I, can I just sorry yeah, can yeah. just jump in on that and I think I agree with you, Gareth. That I think, as in, we are where, where we should be. And I think that if if we would have been offered at the beginning of the season to be going into the last three games with top four in our hands, as well as a Europa League semi final, yeah. with having been left with what Wenger left us, where, wherever you stood on that, I think we all would have said straight away we would one hundred percent take that. And if Emery does get us into top four and we get to the Europa League final, who knows? Maybe we'll play Chelsea. I think it's been even if we just get into the top four and don't win it. I think it's been a brilliant season and it's a great, great platform to build on. So I think whilst we're all very down about Sunday and I think we're all very down after the the Watford performance, not the result, but the performance. I think that it's still in our hands. We can still do it. Get the players back in that we
0: need to, and it, it would be it would be a, a good season. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of positives if you look at Torreira. Leno, like the player, especially the players that have come in, and we've we've been crying out to have a, a solid strike force, two great strikers playing together. We haven't had that for years, since you know Henri and Burkamp days. So we fi- I think we finally got that, and they're playing together, Lacazette and Aubameyang. So I think you know, looking at our, even looking at our midfield, it's just sort of tightening up the back, and, and, and that's yeah. you know, that, Aubameyang that's got his nineteenth of the season, Lacazette again, yeah. who. Who I think most Arsenal fans really like. I
1: thought he was. I thought I thought he played. I thought he played well in terms of his movement off the ball. Um, his assist for for Ozil was was, was, was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we thought, I mean that's
3: it. But yeah. we we shouldn't. But, um, we've got a lot of good talent. I think Abamyang actually talking fatigue. I think he's the one who looks the most fatigue of all of our players. He's, his performances haven't been up there, but yet he still will. Put in a shift, so I'm all the cliches say But he and, and the, the Watford goal was a good example of that. He, he's trying; it's not like it's so he's he's trying to force force something happening. Whereas the problem comes at the other end of the pitch, where defenders they aren't they're not on the metal. And I think that's that's the big thing. Our forward players are de-
2: there was no lack of effort on Sunday. We,
1: we, we was, need we need centre backs, don't yeah, we That's uh, why
2: as in yeah. I think it's clear to everyone where the enforcement and, and there's obviously a reality that getting into the top four will mean a. Bigger transfer budget, presumably, with more to reinforce. And we have to see, you know, if we ultimately fall outside the top four and don't win the Europa League, there's, you know, less cash to, to sort out the squad. I had a question for you, Joe. We, we put out a tweet on, on Sunday night after the game, um, which said, after this defeat, do you expect us to fi- how do you expect us to finish the season? Top four, no Europa League win. Top four and win the Europa League, not be in the top four, not win the Europa League not be in the top four, but win the Europa League. Which of those four categories do, do you foresee now?
0: I, could, I mean, I could see us getting top four. Uh, if we'd have won uh, against uh, Crystal Palace, I, I, would have, I would have thought it would have been certain. Um, I think che- well, Chelsea are still in, the, in Europa, so the, I think they're the, our biggest um, team that we'd be up against. Uh, I'd like to think we'd get one of those. We'd either get top four or Euro- or Europa League, I think. What do you think it was? i think that if uh, if we beat wolves
1: i think if we beat wolves this week then top 4 is, is ours um, and i actually am quite optimistic about the europa league i think i think we're going to get to the final and uh, i think if chelsea get there with everything that's going on with Surrey, i think we'll win it so i'm i'm actually going to say i think we'll do both
0: oh like, wow! Always,
1: my answer, like, not that you've not you've asked me for it,
3: just from me is I always forget, and I don't know whether it's it's because I'm getting old, or whatever. But at this stage of the season, there are always a lot of funny results. Teams do, and I, I there is a if you drop off by two or three percent at the very top level, which certain teams, certain clubs have started to and you always forget the whole flip-flop thing and it happens and you see teams' performances drop just that little level below where they've been all season and then they start rolling for teams they shouldn't be. Or you see teams playing with more freedom because actually, hey, it doesn't matter anymore. Fulham are a great example of it. Fulham are a terrible football side, but they've won the last two games. Mm. And, and it's because their players are... There's no expect, expectation on them now. And, mm. and those little changes... So the, if you said that Wolves are still challenging for anything... And we're still having to prove their worth. I'd have been a lot more nervous. I'm still nervous because we have been poor away from home all season, with one or two exceptions. But, but there is. I thought Wolves were, were brilliant when they came to us. Actually. And they, they, I mean, their record against the top six yeah. teams is phenomenal. Wolves and Leicester away.
0: That's, that's, yeah, those top are good. And look
3: at Burnley yeah. yesterday. Burnley aren't playing for anything really. I mean, they're, yeah. they're theoretically safe. I know they're not mathematically safe, but they put in a performance of like blood and thunder at Chelsea to try and get a point there. And all of all of our games are definitely, with the exception of Brighton, theoretically, but then let's, they're, they're playing for survival as well. So well,
2: it, it could well be that, you know, Brighton comes to us, penultimate game of the season, could well not be safe. Um, and you talk about, you know, not so much to play for. Leicester and Wolves are in this sort of weird fight seven. for seventh, which, mm. you know, is, a, is great for Sky. We've got the title race. We have four teams going for the top four. <laughs> There's then four teams going for the you know, seventh spot and then you've really I think Southampton, you know, will 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 be yeah. okay. You basically got, you know, one of two in, in Brighton and Cardiff going down. But um I, I mean we'll come to the Wolves game in the in the second half of the podcast, but it was interesting that just on that podcast um tweet that we put out, the, the highest, you know, ranking of all, all four options was you know, no on both. Not coming in the that's top four. All that's because we're miserable. I mean, it's like also very, very Arsenal soon tab. after yeah. the. Palace yeah, day. it was maybe too soon, <laughs> and may, and also soon. to be fair, before Chelsea only got a point last night home to Burnley, so maybe yeah. that sort of changes. And
1: I know, I know, we're going to get onto this, but like it's as you as you just said, Guy, It was straight after that game. I mean, on Thursday night, we were all jubilant about going to going to Naples and you know getting a great result. Uh, so I mean, it's I think Arsenal fans flip flop in terms of. Where, where they stand on top four in Europa League.
2: I think you're right. Well, look, we're going to take a break in a, in a minute, but just, get, Gareth, a word on last Thursday. There were a lot of Arsenal fans getting quite nervous. I mentioned on the podcast last week about... Putting this small bet on Napoli to qualify to offload the cost of the flights we'd already booked to Valencia, which you know once Leckezet scored, I was regretting my you know lack of conviction of just booking the flights and feeling sort of so smug enough with fly, that.
3: Fly to Madrid and get a train mate, it's a lot cheaper.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, there's all these like hip- <laughs> hipsters. Is that what you're have you yeah, already already done already this? Done that, yeah.
2: you're going to Madrid. You can yeah. have a night in Madrid, a couple of days, it's a nice couple city. of days. It's beautiful city. Yeah. Yeah. some of us are <laughs> going back. And yeah. what you've probably got work? You've got work stuff you can do over there in uh, Madrid. No comment. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. No further questions. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm the, looking forward. It was the thing. Thing. It, a lot of people were nervous going into that game. Uh, yeah.
3: I, I, interestingly, maybe it is just not the, just the modern football safety. fan. The, the, yeah, the, the very stabby Naples. The, um, Napoli should have been a harder test, and that's not like understanding how well we did to go through as well as as convincing as we did. But I was quite surprised at how powder puff they were and, and Dries Mertens after the game said something which I kind of agree with which is like there wasn't much between it, it which is a matter of a couple of moments of quality I don't rate Arsenal that much I was like neither do I Dries but actually we've got those one or two players now that can make those those things happen and hey you were meant to be one of theirs and, and, and tough titties but but actually there was no real threat. Second leg was a, such a strange game that I actually got slightly distracted during it whilst watching it because I was so comfortable. I wasn't on pins, which I normally would be a game like that. I was like, yeah, we got this. There was, there's never one part of me that thought we didn't have it. You're
2: right. It was, it was incredibly comfortable. Those quotes that you just referred to there from Merton said that the first 10 or 15 minutes, we had a few chances to score. That would have changed everything. We considered a goal and our heads dropped. We said in the locker room that we still believed because Arsenal aren't that good. There isn't a real gap between us. We got it very Wrong at the Emirates, and that ruined everything. We weren't well set out. Arsenal took advantage, and we tried everything to make up for it, but they defended well. I don't know what we are lacking. We have to realize we are normal players, we're doing well, and the fans mustn't criticize us. We are second, we went out of the Champions League by one goal. Let's get our feet on the ground and look forward. And that is something to remember you know, this was a team that beaten Liverpool at home in the Champions League earlier in the season, the second best team in Italy. And it could have been very
1: different had Milik scored that header early on, which was. Terrible miss, but I, I, I'm with you that I, I think was so comfortable in the away leg, and I, I thought I thought we managed it very professionally. The clean sheet at home was huge, and that again yeah. there was a
3: couple of horrendous misses. And I think lots of Arsenal fans said we could have won by more,
1: and I'm like, but we could have conceded. There's two guilt edge chances. Just sad, sad, sad to see to see Rambo go down like that. Yeah, as in.
2: Yeah, it's not... It seems they haven't really put out much information about it, about whether he, he is must going be to be out the season. Well, there's sort of, I've seen everything suggested from three weeks to you know, significantly more. And the, you Well, season-ending
3: injuries don't
2: have to be that
1: long at this point of the season, do no, they? No,
2: I, I guess there's got to be al- a hope. I know, I
1: know, And also, you have to think that he's probably already thinking about his move to Juventus, and does he really want to rush back with a hamstring injury, which then... I think if his final game is... Final. U- the European final, <laughs> yeah. He's not coming yes, back. Before no, that, I'm, for I'm sure. not you, Joe. I mean, he this is
2: gonna be final. Arsenal's first European final since the, the defeat to uh in, in Paris to, to Barcelona, and the chance to win a first European trophy in 25 years. It's something to be put your name in Arsenal. Folks. He's, like, he's, it must he's appeal. Been, he's been, I mean, it's he's not been good all the about last money.
1: month and a half, as in
2: like. Oh, he's been terrific. He's been Joe, have you yeah. have you done an Arsenal European away trip? Have You ever ever been to one of the
0: European away games? Uh, I've, I've never
2: have. No. You're just saving it for Baku. Who going all in for the final <laughs> trip to Azerbaijan?
0: We haven't had a lot of big ones. I mean, we've actually no, we have had a few, in, but not for a while. I feel, I feel like we haven't had one for a while, but now yeah.
2: Gareth, do you need yeah. someone else on your work
3: trip to Madrid? Um... Well, uh, yes, no, that's not on expenses. Um, i for a charity, man. Don't land me in it. No, no. Um, no the, um, this, is, this is purely pleasure, if you want to Great. call it that. But I think, interestingly, I only realised, and this is how remiss I was, um, we've got a big family holiday coming up uh, in May, and when I double-check the dates of it, I'll be in Sicily uh, in the Europa League final week. So I shall, uh, and apparently, even my brother's just said because it's my parents 70th we're all going across this really looking forward to it uh but i was like i was genuinely googling flights from sicily tobacco yeah i'm sure that's a really
2: popular route Um, you have a choice of airlines yeah uh
3: so so i think i think well selfishly um i don't mind obviously if i'm not there but i think that it would be it'd be great if we if we did end the season high and i think that actually ramsey coming back we love a narrative don't we modern football and that's, that's a great one. Hmm. That's a great narrative. Ramsay's farewell.
2: Yeah. yeah. Love that. All right, well, look, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in a moment.
3: Footballistic, the Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
2: And we're back from the break I don't know if any of you have, have noticed this at any of the home games you, you've been to recently. Have you heard about the Block 26 gooners who are, who are doing trying to improve the atmosphere at the Emirates? Have you heard anything about this? No. They are gathering in the concourse, and uh, I'd heard about it and seen something on social media. And then I had to go meet some friends who were in Block 24 before the game on Sunday. So I had to walk past Block 26. And, and there were... Um, I think they are effectively uh, people in the sort of late teens, early 20s. I think they're sort of a group that sat in the... Affects me the family enclosure for years. A group of young fans trying to improve the atmosphere. It was very noisy. It so was curious, on that, on that corner, on the bend of uh, and how, how how were the songs? Yeah. Well, the songs I, I think they're, they're they need some work. Woke. Are they, are they
0: yeah. a bit too woke?
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's one song which is like um, it's about Gwen Doozy. It's like. His first name is Matteo, Matteo. His second name is Gueduzzi, Gueduzzi, and that is why we love him. Very oh, like, love him. Oh no! no. <laughs> and like, I, I, it's a bit like it's
3: a bit like I, when I they brought like 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 the Flamini but one, think... but with who was it? Like, because like, Flamini it worked because it sounds like the Sweeney, and then uh, they tried yeah. it again with someone else. It's oh like, no, Flamini! Flamini. But then they repurposed it with another player you Like, I mean, there are certain things where, yeah, you you. Chop and change, but I love it when there's original. Like I love the Danny Welbeck one to the that '90s dance track. I like the current of Alex Obe. The, pe- the so like Petit one it. was great. I like yeah. when it's a
0: bit, bit of filth. Yeah. a bit Our Arsenal songs.
2: get That's what I want to know. Our Arsenal songs getting. And I, I don't mean I'm. I'm definitely not criticising because actually, it's it's not that noisy in in the Emirates before well, the game, and it was lively, and there were people with their phones out. 26? Twenty-six is on the bend, effectively. Um, to the you know if rock, you think about the because I'm in block six and block five, so that's red action. Which is the reason we sat there in the, the first place was up from you. it was meant to be atmosphere. It's the corner up for you because you go five down to one, then it goes to thirty-two, and okay, it's sort so it's of 20, there. It's the other so it's, corner to you next, along the next side, to the family enclosure. Yeah, I
1: think if we're being honest though, one of the main reasons why the atmosphere is pretty crap is because a lot of the real fans have been priced out of going to the Emirates and it's a lot of... Yeah, that, that, that's, that's corn corn is. That, it is. Of that, but
3: that's what it is. Also, it's also, sorry, this bemoaning modern football thing, but it's, there, is, there is a level of expectation. Mm. There was booze at half-time on Sunday, for God's sake. And it was, it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And actually, I was going to take events and then me and a my mates just started laughing and just, just that knee-jerk reaction. That's the modern yeah. football fan. And actually... Yeah that that's why i like i do like going away in european games there is a lot of singing i don't like necessarily there's a little bit of a like i actually had a massive altercation with someone like because anti-semitism on sunday because there was people that weren't normally in front of me and they were getting a little bit agitated by Andros' townsend's audacity to warm up in front of us, and like I mean, the fact that I know his dad has nothing to do with it, I was going, "Don't don't say that's horrendous. He's done nothing to you." But actually, he again, the, the abuse he was getting, and I had to, I took exception to it. And it seems that you've either got that awful, awful, like brutal type of. Song or anti Spurs or anti that I like. I like supporting my club. I like singing songs for my players, yeah. and sure. the more those songs are around, the better. And I, yeah. the, the yeah. daft they are. The, I love a nineties dance track repurposed. Let's do more of that. Let's do that. I like to move it, move it, Alex Awobi. It's stupid and it goes on and on, but it is fun, and therefore the players feel the positivity that they don't feel. The I stup- agree.
2: No, I agree with you. And look, I'm really not knocking. These, I think the, these young guys, and I think a few of them would sat just to my right at Watford away because. They, you know, they were singing. They've got, they, they've repurposed the "Ale Ale Ale" Liverpool song, All right, with lyrics that. A- Perhaps questionable. It's Not as good as the Liverpool song, and I don't know if we have Is to nick it? all their songs. But I applauded their intention, um, and they were really trying to improve the atmosphere. But it, I don't know if I'm like also harping back to the first those away games I went to in the early 2000s, and when we were invariably a better team, the songs were better, and each yeah. player had a song. Yeah. Now I feel, I, does Monreal even have a song? This guy's been at our club for like <laughs> six years. When's he going to get a song? Took it took Kachorny well. a
3: long time to get one. Um, and now I do quite like it cuz it's camp. There ain't Another nobody
2: like a Yeah. Yeah. We did well,
1: we did, a used, to we did used to have we did used to have brilliant songs as in. Yeah. That those have gone.
2: Where have they gone? Where have the people that started this Who is the, uh, j-
3: joking about the red action thing and that's why so for people I think I've spoken about this in the pod before but when we moved into the new stadium I take my table brother he's blind he could have chosen America because we used to have a block in the North Bank where every blind person sat together which was one of the most surreal uh, match watching experiences when I used to go and sit with him but he would give him free reign sit wherever you want and he'd heard about Red Action taking over that block and he asked and, and our, our, our parents were like why you, like because we get a good deal because of I'm his carer and it's like well we can sit wherever we want and it would still be affordable which is the big thing and why are you going for the cheapest seats and my brother was like I want to be where there's some atmosphere yeah and there was for a while, but even that started to seep away. And do we have to be as contrived? I hate it when we get plastic flags and stuff like that because it's it's false. Yeah, it's it's false fandom. It's, it's false atmosphere. But how do you get that back in? Unless it's a big game, so derby games, big games are normally rocking. Um, I like it. <laughs> Weirdly, when we're losing, there's a better atmosphere because people are trying to. As in, yeah. people are more vociferous. The
2: atmosphere has been okay, uh, I think, and, and probably better in the, you know, under Emery than it certainly was in the last sort of well, there's year. There's a lack of toxicity. Yeah there's, yeah, there's a lack of, you know, albeit or that little bit of booing yeah. that you just referenced there. Uh, Joe, how do we get better songs? What's, it, what's the answer?
0: I think, <clears throat> I think when it comes to atmosphere, I think we're a victim of our own success. Like yeah. I, I, I went to a Barcelona game. Uh, a couple of years ago and it's it's worse there the expectation there is ridiculous i think they won 5-0 and just went yeah of course of course we won 5-0 um because they're because they're used to it and so i think there's a bit of a bit of that i don't when it comes to like starting songs there's nothing worse than when you hear a posh bloke start a song there's...
1: what about you and gareth becoming the lead songwriter i think I, i'm up song? for that, i'm up for that josh and me as the backing
0: singers <laughs> Yeah, it
3: is, I know what jo, jo, <laughs> Joe was about to watch. say. That 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 lone, that loan boy is trying to start
2: something, and it just
3: because oh, uh, yeah.
0: I've tried that. Yeah, I've been that guy. I always it's it's quite good in the concourse,
2: the atmosphere. Usually away get away games, and yeah. I know away we're better. That's away away, away, every, away club. The
1: atmosphere, every club, every club, every club we're better at
2: home. I don't know what I, I, Yeah, so I mean, I applaud these these youngsters who are, you know, and I now feel that like, how did I get old? when I'm referring to Where? other people who go to as <laughs> youngsters, but. I applaud, I applaud for what are tried to do it and hopefully worse, you know we just need some, <laughs> some good anthems that's I, what we it's need
3: of, and do you know what there are tricks you can make and I know this is sort of, I shouldn't have this you say this on this pod but um, the way Spurs designed their stadium was partly to be higher banked for the atmosphere mm. we did an identikit um, modern stadium where the atmosphere dissipates very quickly so and they, they deliberately the club sat the red action group that wanted to create an atmosphere the opposite corner to the away fans because they were worried that it would get too leery if they were near them. And also, so in between, any sort of ding-dong there used to be, and you used to remember like back in the day's Highbury where partly tight tight stadium, packed yeah. around the pitch, the, the proximity to each other was, was much more of a factor. So if there was... Mm to and fro with the away fans you would feel it the atmosphere would then get ramped up and up and up it doesn't happen because modern football stadiums are almost without exception and Spurs being the exception not designed for atmosphere they're designed for most amount of seats most amount of hot dogs sold or whatever it is it's not about the atmosphere
1: Highbury, God, I Upton Park, those were the stadium. You know where, like as you said, the tight yeah. stadium. Goodison, yeah. I love yeah, Goodison is yeah. one of my Goodison's favourite away quality. games because it, it, yeah,
3: it you have a pillar about yeah. I in mean, front apart from that, you, you can't see it. the game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think when it comes to songs as well, there needs to be rhyming again. Like the the Emmanuel is he's Blondie's quick. His name's a porno flick. It's yeah. easy, so simple. Yeah, yeah. I can remember the words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know well, what it meant. You... I, I do no, know, I don't. thank God. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, well, yeah.
2: Good. Anyway, good, good on these lads. And uh, if if you do want to go and join in, they they, they seem to be there every home game around around block twenty six. Let's move on. Let's look ahead because as we, we all referred earlier, I guess it's become two even bigger games in the in the next time before we do a podcast. We have got Wolves away uh, tomorrow night, which I thought about going to, and the last minute decided I'm not going to go. I thought I've picked to go to Leicester, and so I'm going to go to Leicester on Sunday. Um, Wolves tomorrow, t- tomorrow night, as we record here on you know, late Tuesday afternoon, it, it is a game that I now think I would take a point and hope we beat Leicester. That, that's where I go. I think we need four mm. points from these two games. But El, uh, Emery's put herself, himself under huge pressure because he clearly picked a line-up for Wolves <coughs> by picking the lineup he did for, for Crystal Palace. And yeah, I no, just don't know. I don't I, have any confidence from what we did at Watford or what we've done at most other clubs, away from home this year? The teams that have got results, again,
3: sorry, I'll, yeah, sorry I'll, I think with with the Wolves game in particular, teams that have gone there and sat and dug in have got results. We aren't going to do that. Leicester, same thing. Leicester got beaten by Newcastle at home the other day and, and, and that Newcastle aren't a great side but what they did is they put people behind the ball and played route one counter-attack and Ronald held the ball up. We should either learn from that Or 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 adapt our game based on similar principles. We're not going to go long ball. What we can do is go back to front quicker. What we can do is try and be a bit cleverer. Whether we will or not, I don't know. That's the thing. It'll 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 take a change in tactics to do that. We can't do the classic Wenger thing of which go there and play our way because if we go over there and play open attacking football, we will likely concede.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I like about uh, Unai is he's not afraid to uh, you know make changes he doesn't do the 70 minute substitution that Wenger did he uh, and he does look at the team that he's playing so I'm a little bit more confident yeah I mean after that that Watford game I think that was I think that's the worst we've ever played whilst
1: winning a game and I'm I'm worried about a few things post Palace such as I mean they've got that they've got a centre back that is absolutely huge. And from set pieces, I think it's Bolly his name is yeah. from set pieces, we really have to be on it. And if Mustafi's playing at the back, hopefully Jenkinson will be nowhere near her wolves. But I forgot
2: just uh, I forgot about Lichstein in our, our list of uh, right oh so now. No no, 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 yeah, no, no, i the game. Yeah.
1: So so going back to that, I think I actually I think we're gonna win. I'm worried about the game. But I think we're going to win. I think that we will we'll pull it out. You know, we, it may not be pretty, as you said. We can't play that pretty football, but I fancy Lacazette yeah. to a score a A little a bit of
3: pragmatism would be nice, weirdly, yeah. As much yeah. as I, I, I like to see us school these wonderful sort of rapier-like goals, I think actually, rapier as in rapier like a sword, not rapier, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, we we need to play with that pragmatism. We need to go on a solid base. We need to rare us to start. We need to protect yeah. whoever shit show is at the back for us and then hopefully one of our attacking talent because they are
0: talented will be able to create something Torreira is so good yeah. he's had such a good season he's made such a difference and, and you, could see, you could see the difference when, when Nenny's playing as in
1: next year had a great season but as we said you know he's young he's, you need someone like Terreira there yeah. because he does so much stuff similar to like what Gilberto used to do that you didn't even notice mopping it all up and that that's what you need
2: it was, it was interesting. A Walls obviously had a, what appears on paper a disappointing nil-nil draw against Brighton, but they absolutely dominated them. I just pulled up the stats mm-hmm. here. 23 shots compared to Brighton's five and five shots on target compared to the Brighton's nil. And obviously right, Brighton and in, a in the situation...
3: Three touches in the, in, half, the in the opponent's box. box yeah, yeah.
2: Look, they're digging in and need a point. Oh God. But this is a Wolves side who I also think they've got a point to prove. You know that the semi-final was obviously incredibly dramatic, and Arsenal's best friend Troy Deeney getting in that game. and just the, the way the narrative of their season has sort of gone from being yes, a narrative of going from being what should have been a place in the FA Cup final and seventh in the Premier League, is in danger of really falling away into being you know FA Cup they, semi-finalists you won't remember and coming tenth. But they, they've, they they, they've had they've themselves. had a,
1: they've had a great first season, and I really think that. Their game when they came to the Emirates, I think we we drew one all, yeah, they won, um, and they they yeah, hit they the bar in the last minute. But they were absolutely brilliant. They're and a I'd, good side, I, yeah. I, they they played That's good why football. I'll take a point tomorrow. Um,
3: hundred yeah, percent. I think seven points from our remaining away games will well, be we'll enough, do it. Will be
1: enough. Suppose I mean I looked at their fixtures today. I don't think they're they're, they're drawing or losing. I don't. Think, yeah, I think, I think we're this, so, playing
3: for fourth now. And yeah. actually, the fact that United yeah. Chelsea is on sun, uh, Sunday this week, I think, or Saturday Sunday. Well, someone's yeah, was, going to lock points out. I think United, United we almost got, got United City, to win. Then they've got yeah. Chelsea. We need United to lose against City and beat
1: Chelsea is what we need. That's
2: what we need. I mean, Tottenham, You might, by the time this podcast comes out, probably you know, they'll have played against Brighton and they've got West Ham at home. Bournemouth away. Well, I hope Brighton do Everton us a big favour tonight.
1: That would be beautiful. That would be, uh, that'd be tremendous. Chris just Houston, gi- just give us it, a yeah.
2: prediction then, uh, Gareth, on this game at Wolves. One oh one That's exactly where I'm going. Yeah, it
1: one feels all. like a 2-1 to the Arsenal. There we go. To the Arsenal,
2: confident from Gills. Um, I, I think a win and, and a win makes you feel like the top four is ours. I think we'll go yeah. into favoritism. A draw, I think you know, it's a status quo. I think Sunday, Sunday, more like. And I think it's back. In, you know, it's back in Chelsea's hands. Um, Sunday, and then will we win. come to Sunday. You know, to Sunday to to, to Leicester over two games. You know that is Rogers. The will, one Rogers we...
1: will want to beat us. That's the thing. You know, it's, it's it's those are the kind of he's come back. He's got something to prove. He'll really want to do us. But he,
3: he is also naive to the nth degree when it comes to things like that. We might get his players too hyped to go mm. at us, and that's again. I'd much rather play against a team that is coming at us, yeah, than a team that will sit there and say, right, come on, then do something and we'll catch in down, the break yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think. They, listen again. They've got some good players, and Vardy loves a goal against a big team, and, and they've got a lot going forward. However, again, they get, they're, they're getting some terrible results. I know that it's it's got better since Rodgers has come in, but they're not a team I fear as much away
2: as I do. Yeah, yeah when you when you look at the table for like home form, Leicester are actually thirteenth, you know, but yeah. that's, it's, it's it's fairly low. I mean, in theory,
1: um, that's the way the way listen, games go. Every, this every, is our seventh Every, seven every, every, to every to game is tough, I know it's cliche, yeah. but. Wolves away, Leicester away. You know what? If if we get four points, as you said, it's a, it, that's a good result, and uh, it, sh- it should do it. We should come forth with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think of it. Yeah, four points, and I think you know. Then you, you take the situation of needing six out of six against Brighton and Burnley. Joe, what do you think about this game? Game at Leicester.
0: I mean, it's terrible. I'm thinking of my fantasy football team because I've got some Leicester and Wolves players. Are they coming out? Wasn't there uh, that
2: story this week about Shane Duffy? Did you see
0: that? He doing, what? Shane he, Duffy he is not the role of
2: the I think the he, he, plays, he plays the official <laughs> fantasy Premier League game.
0: Does
1: he choose himself? Well,
3: that's the thing. I know a lot of players play um, football manager. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah. And yeah, the questioning of people how, how big a role they play in their own game is always quite an interesting one to chat about. But um, as long as it's not, there's no money because obviously there are certain things where it is gambling. Because actually, my work yeah. uh, server blocks Fantasy League because they see it as a gambling site. But uh, I don't think anyone's going to be called out. You can't win money, can you?
2: So apparently, it was Shane, you. Shane Duffy uh, captained himself on a Fantasy Premier League <laughs> <laughs> because Brighton had a double game week. And They conceded, conceded five? seven goals yeah. in two games. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Clever. Um, <laughs> and, and was culpable for... I think for, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he actually tweeted that himself Never again Would I put myself <laughs> In my team <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to Brilliant. him Yeah Good luck fair, to fair him Fair play to it. Yeah. Keep a clean sheet at Spurs tonight Would be, uh, be a blessing Well look, let's, yeah. g- let's conclude What's your prediction Joe Of this trip to Leicester City On Sunday
0: um, I th- I'd like to think we'd, g- we'd get a win I think they've, uh, they're They're so unpredictable And um, I, I, Yeah I, I fancy it For 2-0 two 2-0 n- two Kills 1-0 Three
2: one Arsenal. So so you all think we're getting the four points if it's are just in a yeah. slightly different order. I think we'll win two 0 Um at Leicester. Clean sheet, oh. Yeah, I hope so. Well building on the super, supreme supreme awakening sheet at Watford, which was incredibly fortunate. Just, to, just a just quick one then on the on the line up for the game at Watford, because um at Leicester Ozil does it? Does he continue? I mean, he hasn't. I think the, there was some stat about how many minutes he's yeah. played north of Watford this season, and it's low. Yeah, doesn't I seem to do much. D- but the Sunday lunchtime might suit him. He can be nah. back by about five o'clock.
3: I, I, I would. Um, I I genuinely prefer like a Miticari and a Wobi. But
2: Miticari yeah. was not good at Watford. Somewhere between no, bad and very bad.
3: I, there were players that were worse than he was, though. Um, yes, um, I, I'm not having. That. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. because he actually did try things. So what he did you, was,
2: you do? Aubameyang? I think it's I, one I, of them. I think, it's I, one of them for I think this I'd play I'd Lacazette. Lacazette. Yeah, um, Abamyang, And for then Benji. I'd play yeah, those I two
3: hard-working and diligent attacking midfielders behind them so they can then get back the position. The Woyby all-play. Yeah, I'd play Woyby because I You'd think that they are more likely to
2: stay there and not go missing. Fair enough. Gills the, the future. Gareth Baleways. He made a Nars the left left wing back rather than Kalazinac. I don't know what we're gonna gonna do. We might play right wing back. Is, what Kalazinac injured? No, oh, wrong, well, I mean Kalasinac. You know so Though
3: so he, he's do, you do I, listen, full he's, he's not
1: the best defensively, but he is. But, but there's been a good outlet in terms at, of, at, of if going forward. We play forward. three at
3: the back, which seems to be what we're sticking to more. Though mm, obviously we play yeah. best with four at the back because we don't have a right back we necessarily trust. At, with four at the back, unless we're going for the game, just, I think the, the problem is we're coaxing Kachonly through. Kachonly was poor on Sunday, but that was because he was. It's how many games? Four games in in two weeks. Like this is someone who theoretically should be playing a game a week, but yeah. he's having to play because, quite
2: frankly, the who's the
3: he, he was best? Who's our best defender? I mean, our that's, best not say, that's not
0: saying a lot. No, I feel <laughs> a little bit
2: from <laughs> Avrapanos. He got hooked at Watford. He was doing okay. Question if we if we
1: if we do lose tomorrow, mm. do we just put? Everything in into the Europa us. League and, and just say, do you know what? Against Leicester, even we rest some players. I still
2: think the odds of us, no. you know, if you purely odds wise, will be even if we lose against Wolves, will be pretty even on us uh, advancing to, you know, in the top four mm. against winning the Europa League. Alas, anyway, we are, we are wrapping up. Thank you so much to Joe.
0: Thank you. Where That's can hard we hard find hard.
2: out more about your upcoming gigs, Joe?
0: Um, I uh, I've got a website, joeboard.co.uk. Yeah. Oh, I've got a website. Not <laughs> one of them <laughs> website uh, I got a film website as well. I make films. Uh, yeah. Watch the Last one, like it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man.
2: Um, and Gills, we.
1: I will see Gareth and Josh in Valencia. Yeah, I'm looking we're, we're forward.
2: Looking forward to the trip. And uh, yeah, Gareth, I will. I will see you in sunny yeah. Spain if not before. Indeed. Thanks, guys. Take
1: okay. care. Cheers.
2: Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky
2: Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.